celebrities desperately trying to stay relevant in the age of coronavirus. Harry and Megan always jump into my mind when I have a thought like that. Uh, but I am, yeah, I, I imagine lots of celebrities from you know, pop musicians to movie stars to influencers to, um, to rappers and so on. Um, are striving to get their message out there, looking for um, lots of people to pay attention to them. When, on one level, I wouldn't mind if they all just shut up and we all just listen to the BBC World Service and to chief medical officers all over the world and our politicians and activists, you know, who are on point, as long as they're on point, and... um, you know, medical people and all these sorts of things. I, we don't need the noise of influencers, you know, among whom you would count celebrities and um, musicians, you know, who are out there to do good and all that sort of stuff. And you know, who clearly, when they put out a YouTube clip, for example, are hoping that they get their message across to millions. Uh, When I'd kind of rather they said, listen, don't listen to me today. Can you please just tune in to your local newscasts, you know, get off social media and get off, you know, pop music and rap music and all that sort of stuff. You know, if, 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 um, if the, it, it concerns you know, how we should be um, responding to this crisis, you know. Don't listen to me, you know. Like if I were to write a rap song, for example, on what's the most important thing for us to have on our minds uh, in the age of coronavirus, you know, when thinking about how to get through this virus and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, Look, uh, yeah, don't listen to me. Listen to people who've got something real to say. You know, I don't want to make so much noise that I'm crowding out the people that we really need to be listening to to get through to this. To get through this. And, I, you know, I do mean valid psychologists and all that, probably, but I think mainly, uh, yeah, we need to be on point. Everyone needs to be disciplined. And listening to the experts, for example, you know. All right, so something like that, you know. But across my desk has come a rap song and someone's put a huge amount of effort into a rap song that's saying it's not coronavirus that you should be worrying about, you know. He goes for about three or four minutes, you know, in, in a rappy sort of way and says, you know, what's the greatest thing, what's viral, you know, what is the problem here, blah, 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 you know. But in a rap way, I can't do rap, um... And, you know, the punchline, you know, there's a punchline coming even as he's speaking. He says, no, it's not coronavirus. That's not the problem. You know what the problem is? Fear is the problem. You know, and we need to not fear, but we need to love, you know. And he gets very emotional and pushy, you know. Um, Rappers don't engage you in a discussion. They tell you how it is. And that is actually a big problem I've got with rap. Uh, because in you know in the way I operate, <coughs> excuse me, got coronavirus. The way I operate is I say, listen, I'm going to throw some ideas up, 
in the air. And I don't care if you listen to them all or not, you know. Um, I'm not even saying they're right. You know, I'm, just, I'm just putting them up there because, you know, they're occurring to me and they could be right, but it's up to you to, you know, you make your own mind up. But rappers don't do that. They say, here's how it is. You know, coronavirus is not the virus that it matters right now. Fear is, you know. We need to have no fear. We need to have love and compassion. We need to stick together, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And it's very forceful and very pushy and very... Listen up, yo, you listen to me, listen up, you know, you've got to listen to this, I've got the word, I've got the message for you, you need to listen to this, and you're sort of thinking, ah, shut up, I've got to actually just calm down, stop telling me what to think, yeah, I'm, I do, I'm just going to turn your song off, because I don't need to hear from you now for the next six months, I need to listen to sober um, advice by experts on how to get through this coronavirus. I do not need to hear from celebrities for a bit. You know, that's the way I sort of think you know, when I'm listening to things like this and it came across my desk, this rap song, telling me how to think and what to do and telling me, not asking me, not suggesting to me, not putting it up in, you know, not throwing it up in the air for me to consider, but telling me that it's a fear that is the problem and if I don't, you know, if I can just love my fellow man, then everything's going to be all right. We're all going to get through this. Now, um, so, that was very interesting. Anyway, it came across my desk and I decided to start a bit of a text stream to my influencer. See, I have someone who influences me in coming up with ideas for these episodes. I don't mind that, you know, but that's for selfish reasons. Um, okay. Uh, where where is this text? Um, oh, and she's wonderful, my influencer, the person who influences me, and um, she has said you are going to hate this, but I think it will be interesting to see how much I love the way she puts things. She knows me, you know, she's fantastic, and she doesn't take offence. It's brilliant. So I gave her a big smiley face for that one. Um, and I, uh, and I texted her, boy, do you sell those pillows? <laughs> that was the comment <laughs> uh, Donald Trump made the other day, so I just used it. Um, he had a, a pillow manufacturer on the stage with him. <laughs> and the pillow manufacturer was giving some advice <laughs> on what we need to do to make sure the business doesn't crash in the age of coronavirus. And... Uh, Donald Trump just came up to the podium and said, boy, do you sell those pillows? And I thought that was funny. He's a funny guy. He's a comedian. Um, he's an entertainer. He's brilliant. He's one of the great communicators. Um, Donald Trump. I hate him. <laughs> and not just because I'm, a, I'm jealous. Uh, he's an institution smasher, and I love institutions in government, and he's an institution smasher. I think he's damned dangerous, but... Still. Anyway, I said to my influencer, that's what I'll call, that's what I'll call you from now on, influencer, you know who you are. Okay, I'll watch. And I listened to the thing, um, and, and it says, before you catch the virus, watch this. And the text on the clip says, watch this now. It actually says it like that. The word this is in highlights, it's all, you know, and there's this guy holding his head, you know, um, looking very serious and you know he's looking down and then up 
like Princess Diana for effect, you know what I mean? And it says, watch this now. It's all red with big yellow writing. And before you catch the virus, watch this now. When I listened to it, I found out what the virus was, and the virus was fear. Well, no, it's not. It's a bloody, you know, genome-altering piece of RNA, you know, that's replicating itself on our you know, DNA structures and killing us. That's what it is. But anyway, she said, you're going to hate it. You know, uh, the virus he's referring to is fear, as if that's the problem, you know. I personally think people aren't fearful enough to tell the truth. I want more fear. Yeah, but that's just me. Okay. So I listened to it and um, look, rap, yeah, I don't want to be a rap smasher. I don't, I'm not keen on rap for the reasons... I just mentioned, but a lot of people love it. In fact, it's the most popular art form on the planet. So I'm outvoted, and there are a lot of wiser people, people who are wiser and smarter than me, and better at art and better at music and all that sort of stuff, who love rap, you know. So I am no expert. You don't have to take this from me. That's my whole point. That's why I'm not a rapper. I'm saying, believe me or not, I don't care. Listen to me or not, I don't care. All right. And uh, I listened right up to a, a, a point in the video where he said, oh, man, what's going wrong with this world? First we have Kobe, now we got COVID. Because, they, you see, they always try and... Uh, rappers, they hammer a rhyme. So the idea rhyme, the rhyming, you have to rhyme. The rhyme is king. So... You might have a sensible idea you want to put forward, but because you can't find a rhyme that goes with it, you say something less sensible because you have to get the rhyme going. You know, I mean, come on. Um, you know, uh, putting Kobe... That, that's a basketballer, by the way. <laughs> I, wouldn't have, I would hardly have known who it was. Had he not died and everyone made such a fuss, you know. But um, it was just one person and it's almost an insult. Oh, look, he, he was in a helicopter and he smashed into a mountain or something. But, you know, we've got millions dying now probably of COVID. It's, you know, they're not the two big events. One's a small event, one person dying oh, and his daughter. And another one's a huge event, you know. Like I saw someone, a whole family, you know, half a family died, you know, the mum, the dad, no, the mother, four children or something, you know. Anyway, not on the same level. All right. Anyway, from Kobe to COVID, question mark, question mark, question mark. I texted, oh, my goodness, that's awful. And what I was getting at there was just for the sake of forcing a rhyme, don't say something that's going to make us groan. But she gave me three smiley faces for that, and it's all about how many smiley faces you can attract, isn't it? And I wrote, yeah, I hated it. I hated it. However, exclamation mark, I wrote, she, and she just chucked in there, I actually hated it too. And I said, but then, you know, my however was, if it does good in the world, then good. Yeah. Um, and then she wrote something along the lines of, you know, I liked the love and fear angle and all that sort of stuff. Um, look, there was good aspects to the song, yeah. Even, you know, and I, I saw that too. 
And um, and then I texted because, you know, I wanted to smash the song just because I'm bloody-minded, just because I'm not nice, you know, just because, I, you know, it's more fun when you're a critic to have a crack at a song than just pick out its nice bits, its good bits. It had good bits, you know. But then I said, connecting the world, you know, connecting the world going to crap with toilet paper, you know, shortages, was the second corniest bit I wrote. But it's fine in, in, in other ways. Um, and then she wrote a few things and she wrote that she felt sorry for those two French scientists. Uh, that's a whole other story, you know. But, oh, there's two French scientists and they just weren't being racist, you know. And <laughs> I don't know if I can even be bothered getting into it, you know. And they were discussing whether they should do parallel testing of, you know, vaccines or something uh, in Africa, you know, focusing on prostitutes, you know, because prostitutes um, uh, uh, take uh, are less careful with protection and all that sort of stuff, so they would be the most likely. You know, and Africa apparently went nuts, or Africans went nuts and said, "This is typical colonial racism and all that sort of stuff." But it, I heard the French scientists the clip on that, and they were saying we should do parallel testing in Africa, as in, yeah, let's not forget to test in Africa as well. We need to test everywhere. We can't be just testing in France. So they were planning to test on themselves and in Africa and no doubt in the UK and the US and probably Australia here too. But Africa said, oh, you're treating us like guinea pigs. You know, what are you going to do? Give us the virus and see if we die? You know, had that whole screechy sort of outrage going on. And she has said, I felt really sorry for those two French scientists and quite frankly, so did I. Look, one of them came out came out and apologised for phrasing his proposition clumsily. Uh, Some PhD student who was listening to him recorded him and then put it on Facebook, you know. That PhD student should have just listened, you know. Um, And and not tried to, you know. Some people. Anyway, what I've texted back to my influencer is this, because then, you know, I I, I eventually did launch into a reflection on that rap song, and then in the end, the French scientists as well. And I texted, uh, because, you know, this podcast is about me, you know, my influencer, if she makes a podcast, listen to that, and you'll get her um, angles on everything. But this is primarily about what I think of things, not what she thinks of things or anyone else thinks of things. This is my podcast, but I've texted this, and she always texts wonderful things too, but I, I, I tend not to read them out, mainly because I don't have the authority. All right, here we go. But what we actually need at present is not so much the emotional approach. I'm talking about that um rapper here you know he's saying all we need to do is love each other you know and show no fear for each other and give each other a hug or something which i think would be a bad idea i don't think he was actually saying that but you know what i'm talking about all right but what we actually need at present is not so much the emotional approach the rousing heartfelt inspiration and all that although i do acknowledge that celebrities don't have anything else to offer yeah that's me being a bitch (laughs) But, yeah, that's what text messages are for. (laughs) And then I've added, what we need right now is discipline, not love. And we need those two French scientists far more than we need to hear from all the people smashing them. 
All those people smashing them at present are so much noise. Plenty of time for anti-racism speeches next year. Right now, let those scientists do their genius. Because what they do is genius. Not what rappers and celebrities do. Even if they were as racist as hell, and clearly from their heartfelt apologies they are not, then who cares? Let them find a vaccine in peace. And then my influencer has said all these anti-racist protests uh, may get them fired, and that puts another three or four out of the game, you know, in terms of finding a vaccine that works, you know, which I totally accept as a really good comment, you know. And then I continued on. Here's the thing, I, I say. I don't care if they are French pigs. If you've got a bloke who knows how to defuse an atom bomb that's landed unexploded in your city, and he's a member of the Ku Klux Klan, is that Ku Klux Klan? Look, I've written KKK. Do you put him in jail for hate speech? No. You say, please, you absolute pig bastard, we will leave you alone in peace. Defuse that bomb. Quick. But back to your video, I continue. The big evil isn't fear. In fact, too many people are not fearful enough. Look, I know we're talking two different types of fear here, but anyway. We need more fear. The big evil is lack of discipline. Yeah, in beating the, in in holding coronavirus at bay is what I'm saying there. Whilst we find a vaccine, you know. Okay, I continue on, and as far as all the many thousands of dead people out there go, your rapper seems to be forgetting about them. For them, the big danger was not fear. You know, I didn't read that properly. You know, I got, you know, um, don't worry about it. Look, I'll start again. And as far as all the many thousands of dead people out there your rapper seems to be forgetting about, the big danger was not fear. It was literally the coronavirus. You see, in his song, he said, coronavirus is not the problem, fear is. You know? you know? He's saying, we need compassion, and that'll get us through. It's a little bit of a, um, a variation on the theme that... Uh, Harry and Megan's bishop at their wedding was banging on about um, when he was saying, love is all you need. He was quoting John Lennon, John Lennon, you know, love is all you need. All we need is love and the world will be a better place. You know, and I think that's not the case at the moment. Discipline is, you know, that's what I'm getting at there. Uh, everyone reaches for love all the time, you know. Anyway, so continuing on. Um... So, as far as, you know, all the dead people are out there, go. You know, and, and you imagine them listening to that rap song, you know. The coronavirus is not the problem, the fear is the problem. You need to have less fear, you need to all love, you know. And we're all going to get through this together, you know. And there's someone dying, you know. Saying, no, 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 shut the hell up. The virus is the problem. I've got it. I've got the virus. I can't breathe here. And you're telling me the virus is not the problem? The virus is the problem. Get back inside. Stay disciplined. That's all I care about. I don't care if you love each other or not. You know, some of you bastards have killed me. You know, by not doing social distancing and, you know, not panicking early enough and, 
you know, and telling your politicians off for going overboard when they were trying to put restrictions in place and all this sort of stuff. And now look at us, we're all dying. You know? Thanks. And here you are singing a rap song. Shut up. Stop singing rap songs. Maybe say a prayer for me instead. You know, I'm about to go up to heaven. I hope, maybe hell. Say a prayer for me, you know. Don't sing a rap song that we're all going to get through this together. I'm dead. You know, I'm on, I've only got about an hour to live. Here's you singing a rap song that if we all love each other, we're going to get through this. Well, I'm not. That's what I'm getting at, you know. Okay. So, and I said, same goes for the many, many thousands struggling to breathe at present. And it goes without saying, all their families and all this. There's millions of people in deep distress over coronavirus. Yeah, not fear of stigma and all this other stuff that people are going on with. You know, the the director general of the World Health Organization. You know, we need to be not showing so much stigma. You know, towards the poor Chinese. You know, this is the biggest thing that we have to worry about at the moment. You know, he was going on and on. He's got a lot of criticism for going on and on about that. We don't care. We've got to, you know, we'll sort that out later. Right now, we're not, we don't care about people's feelings all that much at the moment. That's the sort of thing you worry about in peacetime. We're at war at the moment. The big deal is finding a vaccine and until we do, um, you know, getting, getting lockdown happening and isolation and all that sort of stuff, you know. Saving lives, that's what matters. Not stigma and fear and all this sort of stuff and racism, who cares? You know? Look, it does matter, all that stuff. You know, um, some people are doing bad things under under the cover of the tragedy. You know, I heard some police in Rwanda have been enforcing a lockdown, and they've been going and in in forcing people back into their homes. They've been following the the women in there and raping them. Um, and I, I forget how many, but it's the Rwandan government itself which has arrested a number of police. Uh, and this just came on the news today, for raping people they were locking down, you know, and this sort of stuff, you know. But anyway, so, you know, yes, all right, it does matter. We do have to be relatively nice to each other, but we don't need to hear from celebrities all that much, you know, so far. You know, we'd rather you all shut up, and I just want to hear the Chief Medical Officer speak for the time being. Thank you very much. Right, so, um, anyway, all these people who are dying or who are dead... And all their families, you know. All those people do not give a hoot about some rapper saying the only thing to fear is fear. You know, some obviously young, full of energy, healthy rapper to boot. You know? And I did have a problem with that um, rap song because, you know, he was clearly keen to go viral himself. You know, he, he was out for... It was a, an extremely well-produced, professionally produced video and I really think that a big part of what, of his motivation, now I don't know what's in his head, but the way it was produced and put out and him adopting the entire rap stance and all that sort of stuff, um, it was marketed to us. It was a marketing exercise as much as it was a message. You know, so um, I, I, I smell a rat. Um, he wanted a hit. Look, I know all about rock and roll, therefore I know all about rap. Um, a huge motivation is you want to be viral when you're putting songs out on the 
on social media, even if you do have a message, your message is compromised if you want it to go viral, if you want to be famous, if you want a million hits. Would that guy complain if he got a billion hits for this song? I'll put that another way. That's what he desperately wants. Look, he wants to get the message out, but when he was writing that rap song, he was thinking, how can I phrase this for this to go viral? You know, he's after fame. Look, he's after love as well. But he's got a conflict of interest there, and I could explore that fully, but I won't right now. But I don't really want to hear from him, and he's got it wrong anyway. Yes, stigma is a problem and all that sort of stuff, and we don't want people being cruel to each other, but it's not the dominant problem at the moment. Uh, And I'm not doing the same thing here because I've got no listeners. And frequently in my podcast, I say, if you are listening to this, rack off. I've got no interest in you listening to my podcast, you know, because I am speaking this podcast for myself, not for you. You know, I don't advertise it. uh, I don't use my own name in speaking it. And, you know, the title of the podcast pretty much says rack off. This is, you know, I'm here, I I just want to think aloud to myself. This is not about you. I hate you. You know, pretty much I say that to anyone trying to listen to my podcast. In fact, you know, one time I did a podcast where I just stayed silent for a minute. I said, listen, is anyone listening to this? If you are, I'm just going to have a minute of silence now so that you'll be so disgusted and, you know, you'll think I'm so stupid that you'll get off. And then I had a minute silence and just waited. And, um... And, and, and that sort... In fact, I'm going to do it again right now. You should be gone by now. And if you're not, please, go away. Right, some obviously young, full of energy, healthy rapper taboos. And then I I went on to say, if they could get out of their beds, they'd probably shove a ventilator up his ass and say, we don't want to hear from inspirational celebrities for six months. Fuck off with your million-dollar production video and... And and wait until there's no disaster. Then you can get back to your moralising. I got three smiley faces for that last bit. Uh, I'm not a swearer. I um, I never swear. I didn't even swear then. You know, hang on, let me find my texts again. I made a follow-up comment. I might not find it now. Uh, just give me a second. I don't mind. Oh, I wrote, um, P.S. I didn't swear then. The old sick 
people did. <laughs> uh, there's a fine line, you see. I don't swear in this podcast. Uh, but I was quoting, you know, I was in them. I was in... Um, I was occupying the body of someone dying then and I was imagining what that person would be saying if they heard that rap song. 